John, if you just let us know what sort of sp- sports did you participate in, like, and how how has UC affected <coughs> you in sport? Um, so my main main sports um, been football um, and rugby, a little bit of tennis here and there. Um, but obviously, since since having UC uh, stroke Crohn's, is a little bit uh, undetermined at the moment. Um, Nothing like a good diagnosis. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, I mean, football being the, the main one, um, how would that affect me really with football? I used to find it difficult um, spending a long time on the pitch. Um, that used to kind of make me a little bit anxious. But the time, the 45 minutes of the first half, um, even leading up to the game, any bit of nervousness that I would feel would turn my stomach, and I'm sure you've, um, I'm sure you've all experienced that. It's quite, uh, quite distressing, really. Um, and then, what I would, what potentially, what I would have to do is let the the uh, referee know that uh, at any point during the game, he could see me running, running off the pitch to go to the toilet. Fortunately, that didn't happen um, because my approach to the game would be uh, essentially try not to eat too much, uh, so therefore my pouch would be really full um and yeah so it would be eating just enough to kind of get me through the first half but obviously not take it on too much so my pouch would be too full and i would have to run off the pitch um why did that make you feel having to discuss that or bring that up to the ref or a fellow teammates then what what uh, sort of to be honest not overly difficult because a lot of my teammates knew uh knew the condition i've always made people aware of it really more so in a Maybe in a jokingly way, just a, as a you know toilet talk, um, and yeah, it, it, it was just it's quite easy actually. I find it quite easy to talk about, um, so it, it didn't make it that difficult from that perspective. Um, mm-hmm. What I would say is that watching watching what I ate before the game would have some impact on me during the game because obviously you get those fatigue levels and you haven't got the, the correct the, the enough energy in you to be able to perform at peak standards so sometimes if you're very lethargic and, and fatigued um and you that would be the hardest thing for me is competing with not enough food in your body for the pure worry of running to the toilet so that was the hardest thing around sport for me is is actually the, the right amount of food in order to sustain enough energy for the game but then not too much so i'd be running off the pitch on that very difficult yeah, and I think that's going to be my, one of my barriers of late. So I used to do athletics. I was, uh, I don't know, really know if you say national level. I was ranked like fourth for Northern Ireland in decathlon and 12th for Ireland. And I was in the top 40 for the UK. Uh, but amongst that, I do triathlons, I do rock climbing. Um, as you can tell, you know, being a PTI, I was pretty much doing every sport. Um, but for me, one of the most difficult things, certainly looking at cycling and triathlon was how do i in the longer races fuel that and it's just it's just a massive trial by error it almost made me give up the sport but uh i think initially whenever i had my my first operation and i had a colostomy bag like yeah was there was there was no even discussion about sport i think in my in my uh, i remember all the guys from my course coming to visit me in hospital and yeah. I, had, I didn't think that I'd changed and it wasn't until everyone looking at me <laughs> at me with severe concern. Yeah. <laughs> I was weighing like 50 kilos yeah. and uh, 
Just the last, the wind don't blow you over. Mm-hmm. Last time you even seen me, I was like 80 kilos, and now I've dropped like 30 kilograms yeah. uh, in the space of like three weeks. But yeah, I, it was one of those things. When I was in that state, I was talking to the guys, and I was like, I, I am never competing again. Um, mm-hmm. And that was actually quite a bitter pill to swallow at the time. But since then, I, I've competed. You know, I've never, I'm never yeah. going to be pushing top level or or into a sort of high level of competition again i just can't at the minute figure out a way how to handle that training load yeah uh, so for those of you that, that don't know me um last year i was training for an ironman um and i probably didn't train right but then that's that's one of the beauties of of our journey is like relearning how how we're supposed to train yeah uh, what i found was i would hit plateaus or i'd hit stages in my training where i felt good and then i'd want to take it to that next level and as soon as i would try and push that's it i'd come out i'd have a viral infection and that'd be me for like six weeks um literally bedded down for at least 10 days and then not able to train for you know you're talking five six weeks almost like you're getting that overtraining syndrome or um accommodation method accumulation method or whatever it's called yeah. but yeah it's, that can be difficult I mean, I don't know, how, how have you felt? Because I know you've had a few ups and downs lately. Um, well, for me, I mean, the last, this is me, uh, so October the 22nd, I had um, surgery to go back to permanently leostomy um, from previously having a jelly pouch. Um, so the recovery the last few months have been very, very difficult, um, even though the decision of the surgery was taken out of my hands. Um, but obviously now, as you know, I'm on... Um, exercise rehab at uh, my local base at, at, your, at your establishment and um, I'd say things are going swimmingly well touch wood um, even though I have a pro- prolapse stoma which was unexpected that was due to a blockage post-surgery um, I feel like I've managed to put the weight back on which is always always a challenge uh, with such a um, with such a disease and yeah, it's just man. The, the training, the training is knowing enough to kind of push yourself enough, but not go too far where you kind of creep and push over the edge. And then, in essence, that would be a detrimental effect. So it's it's slow. Excuse me a second. So it's slow, kind of building up. Um, slow build up, but it's it's taking the time to understand that rest is just as important as as the training. So at the moment, it's um, it's going really well. Um, the weight's coming back on with the food. I feel like I can eat a lot more than what I could with a pouch um, whilst having the stoma. And that and the things stay a lot longer in my body, so I'm getting the nutritional value from whatever I'm eating as well. So that makes a big difference as well. I'm not rushing to the toilet 12, 15 times a day. As you know, that's not an exaggeration. That's pretty normal for a pouch. Um, we both had those conversations in work. Oh, I, I, a, a magnitude of, of times, yeah, definitely. Um, the, the plus side as well as having the storm is that I've not had to take codeine phosphate, which again can act as, you know, it can make you feel very lethargic, um, and nolaparamide. So touch wood, everything seems to be going better um, post-surgery. But yeah, it's still in a massive adjustment, so, and I'm still getting used to the, the, the training aspect again with having... Uh, with having a stormer, but saying that, um, I think that only time will tell. It's, like I said, it's getting better. 
and hopefully after the next surgery for the prolapse stoma, I can actually move on with my training again and um, and yeah, actually get to maybe compete in whatever sport you know I, I want to pick up again. I mean, what, what would you say now? So, like, we get a lot of questions. You know, well, I see a lot of questions. We personally get them ourselves at the minute. Yeah. Um, talking about that, you know, that I've just been diagnosed or I've just had surgery. Um, I'm probably a little bit speaking, maybe even to yourself. Like, whenever you first got diagnosed or first had uh, to go through those surgeries, like, what what advice would you give to that person? It, like just starting out, you know, when they're like, "Am I ever going to do this again?" I'd say, well, the first thing is just to remain as positive as you can. It's obviously it's very difficult to accept, first of all, especially if you're going to go to a colostomy bag. Um, it's it's it depends on age, and it, you know, obviously I was twenty twenty four when I had the colostomy bag, and again I was very very ill, so it was really the choice was taken on my hands, and it's quite hard to accept as. Not so much a vain person, but someone who kind of appreciates themselves aesthetically, tries to look good, you know. And and being a PTI, as you know, um, we kind of have this stigma of, um, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but it's you've got to remain positive. It's it's generally for the better. Think of all the bad experience you've had previously because of the UC, because of the Crohn's, and the 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 light that the light. Um, basically the better you will feel uh, post-surgery now it's difficult like I said it's difficult to accept the fact you can have a colostomy bag but it does make life a lot lot easier um, with regards to going out places without worrying about the toilet too much um, spending longer away from the toilet and just generally feeling better in yourself not always run down because things are passing through your body so quick you're not actually getting any nutritional value from your food it's just straight in one in one end and straight on the other um sleeping better through the nights without having to worry up to get worrying about getting up to go to the toilet um so you've, you've just got to remain positive really and know that there is light at the end of the tunnel say it again you never struggle to have something to start a conversation with no absolutely absolutely um it's yes yeah, debilitating disease and i think that the that having the surgery not that i'm very pro pro surgery don't get me wrong i think if there's any medication out there that, that obviously with the with the step forward that they take in through crohn's and colitis now with the research i think um with the fecal transplants and and, and all the different medication they come out with it's moving in the right direction to stay away from surgery because ultimately no one wants to be cut into pieces and then have a, obviously have the colostomy bag but for me, it worked. It made me feel a thousand times better, if that's even possible. Um, but I knew then as well that I would have a reversal surgery, which really didn't turn out the way I hoped it had. And therefore, I'm back to where I was. But there is light at the end of, end of the tunnel. You can definitely get back to training to a high standard, if that's where you are. You can get back to doing your active daily living tasks without being in pain, without worrying about the toilet, without feeling fatigued all the time. So yeah, definitely. I think, like I said, I'm not always pro surgery, but for me it worked. And you can, the sport should never have to stop. It's just managing your time around. Like, all right, guys. I hope you got something from that today. Um, me and John's got to go back to being dads now and uh, sort out some three-year-olds. Get him to bed. <laughs> all that fun and games. But yeah.
today's episode. Um, if you enjoyed it, don't forget to press the like button down below. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're going to be backwards and forwards updating you with more information on Crohn's and Colitis and generally sharing our story. So, I will see you guys soon.